Welcome to The Confidence Crown. I'm your host, Lisa Hyde, and each week I'll be sharing a solo episode or bringing in a guest that will help you bust through your fears and get you laser-focused on your dreams of time and financial freedom. I want to use this podcast as a way to empower as many women as I can to be financially self-sufficient, because babe, you rule. Think of me as your business bestie that's been through it all and here to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. And while I'm not claiming to have all the answers, hopefully I'll help you sidestep the last two. Ladies, it is time to earn and own your crown and be the yes queen you are destined to be. Together, let's make it rain. Episode 3 of The Confidence Crown, Mama's Girl, Part 2. So we're coming back and I'm back in LA. I'm in high school. I have a new boyfriend. Um, I'm working and I am trying to make plans for my future. I know that I want to be an agent and the only way into the mailroom, which is like grad school, but to become a manager, I mean, to become an agent, um, you have to have a BA, which means I've got to finish four years of college somewhere. So I'm looking at schools and I'm just trying to figure out my plan because Again, I know what I want. I just got to figure out how to get there. Um, but I've got some, you know, dynamic issues happening with the adult men in my life, uh, my father and my grandfather. And, you know, I'm mad at my mom for making us move back to L.A. So I'm in therapy. <laughs> and I have to say, this was an awesome therapist because she said to me, in the best terms ever, about family. You know, we don't pick our family. You know, this isn't, they aren't like our friends. And what you're describing to me are what I call toxic people. And she's like, it doesn't matter if they are blood related. There is no reason for you to have to be around toxic people. Oh my God, this is like, the best news that anyone can give me because, you know, I'm trying to show up and I'm trying to be responsible. I mean, I do care about my family, but there's a few men in there that make it really hard to trust them. And, you know, my dad blowing it when I was 16, I mean, that's, a, you know, again, that's a thousand issues that we had prior to that, but that was the the coffin. That was the nail in the coffin. Um, so that, that was a doozy. And then I'm about to hit into a real mind fuck, sorry guys, um, with my grandfather, my mom's dad, who I was incredibly close with, who I basically considered my father my whole life. Um, but between the ages of 16 and 19, well, the dynamic started to change because my mom's life started to change. So that therapist teaching me about toxic people and me not having to be around them, again, best advice ever given to me. And it was a tool that I was able to use going into my adult life because I knew when I could draw a line in the sand and say no to an adult who was a family member which as a kid, really hard to do. So the decision for college is coming up. And basically, I'm looking at two schools. 
USC and NYU. I know, polar opposites and across the country. But that was a big diversity year. <laughs> there was no entering the UC system uh, for a little white girl. And um, NYU um, was kind of dreamy to me and just like this whole like new world where I could be cool and artsy and whatever, living some fantasy in New York. But let's get to the real part. I'm paying for college. Yeah. Um, you know, we file for financial aid. Remember, I've been working for many, many years, and my mom's still a single parent, and she works, but there's no way she's got tuition kind of money. And, oh, did I mention the part where she had made a huge investment in some real estate that was supposed to be my college fund, and it turned out basically to be swampland. Yeah. I still kind of think my dad might have had something to do with that deal, but it might have been her father as well. Either way, the money she thought she had set aside for my college um, was non-existent. So I really had to file um, as myself because I had to be able to get the best aid possible. And these two things came up. One, SC offered me an amazing financial aid package, oddly enough. And NYU offered me a great package too, but that meant having to go to New York. And I grew up at the beach. I don't quite know what to do with myself in cold weather. And my biggest fear, and this is really why I didn't go, um, was that the weather, the snow was going to <laughs> cripple me and I wouldn't have the money to come home. So I chickened out. I went the easy route and I went to SC. And I went to SC also because both of my grandfathers had attended that school. They were huge alumni and uh, one had actually played football and the other one had created the um, football alumni foundation called Cardinal and Gold. So we had always attended games, uh, been heavily involved in the athletic department, particularly football. So it was a very, you know, comfortable place for me. But um, a funny thing happened on the way to college. No, no, no. Wait, sorry. I made it through my first year. <laughs> Hang on. The drama doesn't start till my second year. I get into SC. That high school boyfriend, oh, he was so sweet. He was so like bummed that I was going away and going into sorority and all that stuff that he gave me a ring. It was so sweet. We'd call it a promise ring now. But he and all of his friends, very interesting. All the girls I grew up with, we all went to college. There was like not an option there. The guys went to, where'd they go? They didn't go to school. They were all artists. They were musicians. They were trying to get record deals. So it was a very different dynamic because I was heading off into my future and he was staying put. So that relationship kind of came to an end. And for no other reason except that our lives were becoming dramatically different and I wanted different things. And <laughs> my grandfather, my mom's dad, made me a huge deal, which was if I did go to SC, that he would split my tuition bill with me because he was pretty thrilled that I picked it. So I was in. I went. And I got through my first year. I did the sorority thing, which a lot of you know. I'm an advisor now <laughs> for the same school and it's in the same class. <laughs> but something happened um, after that year. So the first year, 
I worked in the athletic department. Um, I also had another part-time job. I was managing a retail store. So I was working the whole time I was in school and the whole time I was in the sorority. So my first year, I was very, very busy. And I got a new boyfriend who was, he was Navy bound. He had ROTC. That's what they called ROTC. Yep. He was like an engineer, smart kid. And um, he also had a bright future and very, very, you know, rigid life and, you know, determined to be successful in his world as well. So it, it was fun. We just had a great time. And again, we were on our path. And then my mom, who again, as we know, have got, has gone through a multitude of relationships, um, all pretty shitty. And um, she had been dating this guy for most of my freshman year of college, who was someone she'd known. They had, um, I didn't really get to see it because I really was at school a lot, but but I knew she was having a nice time and he was a nice guy and familiar because this is someone she'd grown up with. So it seemed good. And I um, remember, gosh, it must have been midsummer. I was, I didn't come home. I, oh my God, I'm trying to remember how this goes down. Sorry, bear with me. As a freshman, I moved in immediately into the sorority. So I lived there for my um, freshman year of college. And then in the summer, one of my sorority sisters was staying in an apartment in Westwood, and she asked if I wanted to be a roommate there. So there were four of us sharing a two-bedroom in Westwood. And basically, I didn't move home again. So I'm not, you know, clear 100% on what my mom's doing, but, you know, she seems busy, I'm busy, everything's good, you know, we're getting along, but I'm not seeing her, and I'm not around whomever she's with. So cut to... A family vacation. We do this annually. We go, We used to, our family used to rent a beach house in the Oxnard area. I think it's called Silver Strand. It's so funny. It's been so many years, I don't remember. But it was always cool. We would go there for a week, and that trip was coming up. And so I had to um, go home to get whatever clothes I needed for that trip. And I remember her telling me that um, a friend of hers from childhood was staying in my room uh, because that woman was going through divorce and she was in the midst of escrow on her new home and she was like in between homes, basically. And um, I thought, all right, I don't care. Um, didn't even really think twice about it until I got there. Oh, wait, I have another boyfriend now. I'm dating someone else. Ooh, this was not a good relationship, by the way. Very unhealthy relationship I'm in. Oh, this is all very interesting summer. Um, super unhealthy relationship, actually. Um, I like his father. Not in a romantic way. Don't get all freaked out on me. But his dad is an agent. And his parents are married. And they seem to have this like lovely life. And so I meet him through a friend. Am I getting the years wrong on all of this? Why do I feel like I'm getting this wrong? such a blur. All I knows, no, it was that same summer, is that he, I guess, was with me when I went back to the to my mom's house to get my stuff. Again, not a nice guy. Let me make that clear. He was very high strung, had fits of rage, and oh yeah, used drugs that I found out about later. 
which would kind of explain his fits of rage, but definitely volatile. But his parents were married. His dad was an agent at the same agency I wanted to work for. And I liked that there was this normality. Is that a word? This normal life that I didn't have that I wanted very badly. And I was seeing it in his family. So I was seeing this guy because of his family. Weird. I know. Something I worked through. Trust me. Therapy was awesome. So we're back at my mom's place looking around. I'm packing up stuff. And I'm like, huh. I'm seeing stuff like my mom is kind of frugal at this point. I mean, she's, you know, been struggling. She doesn't make big purchases on her own or she just, she tells me about them. She had purchased some audio equipment. Doesn't sound like a big deal to anyone I know, but basically there was a stereo system now in her bedroom. That is so not my mom. She loved her stereo system. Trust me. She had more albums than anyone, but everything was always in the living room. Music was to be shared. Anyway, it was odd, but that was like one thing that caught my attention. The second was it didn't kind of it didn't really look like anyone was using my room except maybe as like a closet. So I was like, oh, this is bizarre. But I didn't really think twice about it. I packed up and I went to the beach house. And then my mom tells me she has to have a conversation with me. Now, seriously guys, I am so clueless and I'm so caught up in my own personal drama that I'm getting mad because I think that she eloped because in the spring of my freshman year, my grandfather, who I'd been super close to, married wife number four. She is a miserable, nasty person. And wife number four is now coming in between my awesome relationship with this man. And he's a bit of a pushover and very manipulative, and he lets the women in his life do his dirty work. So lots of drama going on. I think this is why the therapist in the summer had told me about those words of (laughs) toxic people. Um, So yeah, so that relationship was on the rocks because she she's very peculiar but she wanted him to herself and basically just didn't want anyone else around him so this man who basically raised me for 19 years I'm no longer like having like real clear access with I'm not allowed to talk to him when I want to um I have to go through her okay so that's happening (laughs) I've got the boyfriend that's not a good, this is not a good guy at all. And my mom's up to something. And I think that she's eloped because basically he got married to this woman, my grandfather, married wife number four, like on the spur of the moment. And I wasn't even at the wedding. Like, hello? Uh, What? Why am I not at the wedding? So We're at the beach. My mom comes and she's kind of shaking and she's nervous and she's like, I haven't seen her like this. And and actually, I don't know if I ever saw her like this. It was very odd behavior, but she was like hiding a big secret and and didn't know how to tell me. And I'm just like, what? And I really am accusing her of, 
eloping with this guy. And she's like, no, 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 no. We actually aren't seeing each other anymore. I'm like, what? When did that happen? She's like, recently. She's like, you know, you know the person. And she's trying to tell me about this person who is staying with her between escrows. Um, I'm just, I am so confused. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about her? Well, that's what I want to talk to you about. I'm like, okay, what? Okay, so here we are. We're at the beach. She's making me play 20 questions. And, you know, it's like, what, what, what? And we're, I'm answering and answering. She's pointing. Oh, I mean, honestly, this was exhausting. And mind you, she then made my grandmother do it and everyone else do it. So these 20 questions lead me to understand that my mom is now dating this woman. Yep. <laughs> I am the first on the block with a parent who's gay. And uh, none of us were aware of this before, nor was she. Now, the story is fuzzy, I have to admit. Some of the stuff I remember, some of it I don't. But I do remember boyfriend number one and I used to joke about my mom being gay without any proof at all. It was just kind of like something we used to joke about. And I got to tell you, he's the first person I called. <laughs> so she's trying to explain to me that she's just never been this happy. You know, I've watched her go through relationship after relationship of being miserable. I The men were not great ever. And I do see that she's really happy. I just don't understand or comprehend the actual person that she's with because I don't get this person. Like this person to me doesn't seem very open, warm, and friendly. There's something odd about her and it takes me a long time to figure it out. All right. So what am I to do, right? My whole adult life, it's 19 years. I've never seen my mom happy. All of a sudden she's happy and she's trying to explain to me it's because of this person that came into her life. Now, mind you, none of the proper words are being used. My mom doesn't say that she's gay. She doesn't say that she's a lesbian. She none of this. She just says that she has fallen in love with this person. Because for my mom, even she is not really sure what's happening. And this is her first experience in this world. And um, all I know is her demeanor is different. She does seem very happy. Um, but again, I don't quite understand the person she's with. Now, she's told me about this woman before. This is someone that she knew, I think, since junior high, if I remember correctly. Um, it was like a high school junior high friend who had been married and had two kids, got divorced, and then she came out as being gay and was in a relationship with a woman. And that whole escrow thing was her getting out of one house with that relationship and getting another house so she could move on in her life. So basically, this woman has just left a relationship she's been in for a few years that was kind of volatile. And now she's, you know, hitting on my mom. And that's kind of how I remember feeling because my mom told me about their initial dinner because she wanted me to know that this person was gay. And I was like, okay. I'm like, I, none of it really mattered to me. And I, I have to say in my whole life, none of that has ever mattered. Um, but 
I guess even for my mom, when she sat down with this person, she's like, you know, I'm not interested in you that way. I'm, I'm just being open to allowing you to stay at my house while you're going through this because of all of the mutual friends we have. Because this, is again, wasn't a person she was ever close with. This wasn't like her other girlfriends that she was still friends with from high school. This was somebody who was like in the group, but not in the group. So sorry, guys. I know it's a bit confusing, but I don't want to use names. So bear with me. <clears throat> so this is the big realization. We're on vacation. Now we, she makes my grandmother play the 20 questions with her. My grandmother is just as confused as I am. But again, we're like, okay, you're happy? Then we're happy because we all have all we've ever wanted to do is see you happy. So there we go. But again, there's something just not quite right with this woman. And she is one of those people who ugh, speaks before she thinks always put her foot in her mouth, and constantly embarrassed my mom. My mom was a very private person. There was not a lot of PDA going on in any of her relationships. And I don't know if that has to do with the fact of the people she was with, or if my mom was just never comfortable in general. But this woman um, was all about PDA and was all about being very blunt and very... Um, wow, God, the people who know her are, are laughing right now. They're listening to this. They're like, this woman needs to just get herself in trouble all the time because she just didn't ever close her mouth. So, um, <laughs> she was a piece of work and she did make my mom uncomfortable. But again, we're all going to try to like grin and bear it because she seems happy. So now I am... Oh, here's the next good part. Oh, this is so fun. My mom and her new friend are on their way to go see my grandfather and his new wife. Um, they're all in Aspen for a little summer break. And I get a phone call from my grandfather and his new wife with a third degree. They want details on who this woman is because they want to know what the hell is going on and, and why is she, why are they both coming to Aspen to talk to my grandfather. Well, again, my relationship has already been fractured with my grandfather because of wife number four. And I'm feeling like I'm being put on the spot. Why are you asking me? This is your, your daughter's coming to see you. She'll explain it all. And what do you care? You already know her. You've known this woman your whole life. What do you mean I know her? So I might not have shared the part about my grandfather and my father both being... It philanderers? I think the word's philanderers. Both of them had multiple affairs. So my grandfather um, actually knew this woman because, well, he had slept with her mom. <laughs> so I said that. Probably not the right thing for me to say, but I was kind of pissed and I was kind of annoyed that they were giving me the third degree because I hardly knew what was happening. I just knew that they were on their way to Aspen and if they just sit still for a little while, uh, they'd get to hear and see them for themselves. So why am I being the one having to describe this all? So I said that. I said, I don't, again, why are you, you know these people more than I do. You, you knew, you know her mom, you know her parents. What are you talking about? You slept with her. And then again, I'm trying not to use people's names. So just know that my grandfather dipped his wick in everybody in West LA and as to my dad. And it just so happens 
she, her mom was one of them. So he still didn't quite comprehend what I was saying, but wife number four did, and that pissed her off. So after that little trip to Aspen, where they all hung out, here's what happened. My grandfather decided to show my mom how unhappy he was by her new decision, her choice. Mind you, this is the craziest part too. I know deep down in my heart that this anger didn't come from him because my whole life, my grandfather had, I want to call him a houseboy. Um, he had a gay man living at his house my whole life. This man was like his, I don't want to say butler, houseboy. What the hell is the right term? All this sounds so un-PC right now as I say it out loud. But this man was always there. He, um, my grandfather traveled a lot, so he always took care of the house when they were away. Um, he, My grandfather had a couple of homes, so this man always took care of the one in L.A. and the Palisades, and he would take care of the dogs and you know water the plants and a houseboy. I don't know what the hell else to call it, but this he was also, um, this man worked, uh, he did, what the hell is it called? A stylist. Uh, he did windows for like Neiman's. He, he, just, he was an artistic man, awesome man. He was a family friend. So this conversation that I'm having with my grandfather and his wife and about his anger about my mom's new lifestyle didn't make sense because my grandfather had a best friend who was gay. So what the fuck? Like, none of this is making sense to me. I think that's where I got kind of pissy and why I said, like, you know her because you slept with her mom. And then wife number four fucking flips out on me because I, again, bring up something in the past, this in her eyes, this man did not have a past before her. She was crazy. So cut to the return of the trip. Um, my mom comes back. He's pissed because the wife is pissed. And the way to take it out on my mom, he's going to cut me off. Yep. We are now mm, f- maybe four weeks from the semester starting for fall. And I get the phone call that um, I can forget my share, his share of the tuition, and that I'm going to have to um, figure it out. (laughs) Asshole. So I have to unenroll at USC. I have to now enroll um, at SMC, which also means I have to move home, which is now a new home with two women, uh, because he's pissed at my mom. Because now I have to go back to work and refile my financial aid. So I'm at SMC for the fall semester. I'm taking whatever classes I can. I'm working whatever hours I can. And I am trying to just stay out of the way of these two women and their new relationship and my world not making any sense to me. And um, (laughs) thinking, this all can't really be happening right now, right? (laughs) So I will say I did get my shit together quickly um, and I was able to transfer back and I finished my sophomore year at SC and I graduated in four years. It took me 10 years to pay off, but I graduated in four years. So he never helped me again. Our relationship was never fixed again. And I continued to have a fractured relationship with them because 
she was an evil bitch. And he was too weak to stand up to her. So that kind of ends my relationship with my grandfather. There were a few more incidents, but you don't really need them. But they it, it continued on um, into my 20s for sure. I want to say like the final straw was in my mid-20s. I remember sitting, I was a manager. I was sitting under a desk having, trying to hide. There was really nowhere to hide to have a phone call like this. So I'm under a desk while my while his wife is screaming at me um, because she doesn't like the fact that I'm not going to come visit them in Santa Fe at their new home um, and that I'm ruining this family trip. Now, I have a career that I'm enjoying. I have a job that I like, and I'm kind of new. And I didn't really want to go on the trip, I'll be honest. But let's be really honest. Um, I also couldn't afford to go on the trip. I was kind of new. Like, I, I had to stay at work. But I was having this horrific, hysterical conversation with them. And again, hiding under my desk. And I remember this clearly, where she is screaming and saying the nastiest things I have ever heard, except things that my stepmonster said to me. And I realize I'm on the speakerphone in a car that they're in, which means he's in the car and he's not defending me. And I finally said that. And I said, are you listening to what she's saying? And he just grunted. So I hung up. And that was, I gotta say, I don't know, maybe I was 28. I think that's pretty much where it ended for me with him. Um, because I couldn't, I couldn't put up with their toxic life. And again, thank you for that information. As a teenager from that therapist, if I remembered your name, I would tell the world because you really did save me. Um, but I drew a line in the sand and I said, no more to having people talk to me that way or knowing that, you know, my gut instinct was right, that these were not healthy people for me to be around and that it was okay for me to say no. So Woo! That was a lot. And um, this did change the dynamic of my relationship with my mom a bit. Um, my mom and I were still incredibly close. The woman she was with was very insecure. And she hated the fact that my mom and I were so close and would often have like little tantrums about it and would make life um, difficult for my mom. And that would play into my mom's health for sure. So I think I'll pause there, <laughs> let you mull that one over, and I guess we'll have a part three to this one. Wow. Um, but thanks for sticking in. And um, obviously, please. Let's go back to the, the usual here. Let's DM me or tag me at the Confidence Crown if you've experienced anything like this in your life, if you've had toxic people, if your parent decided to maybe switch the relationship that they were in at some point in their life. Um, again, guys, when I was going through this, I was definitely first on the block. And I will say the first couple of serious relationships I was in after college 
those men did not want to, I was not wife material because of that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, this was very, 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 very new. There were some gay dads and that was a little more acceptable, but, um, having two moms and no fathers around made the marriage conversation come to a screeching halt for the men that I was dating. Now they didn't like my mom. They did like my mom, but everyone had a problem with this woman and their parents had a problem with this woman. And so those marriage conversations came to a halt. Yeah. Interesting. DM me if you have had any similar situations to this or tag me at the confidence crown. If you'd like to share some stories um, of your childhood into adulthood, into parent drama, I'd love to learn and um, maybe be a good listener for you. Thanks. Thanks.